Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, we have some updates across the roster for who might be be available in tonight's game against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, The latest trade buzz as well as an announcement for the way that we are going to be covering the trade deadline here at Silver Skin and Roll and for SB Nation at large. Really excited about this. I just want to start really quickly with uh, what we are going to be doing on Thursday afternoon. So obviously today, by the time you guys are listening to this, maybe even a few hours, uh, I'm going to be going live on Spaces to answer some iTunes questions. So get those in, in the form of a five-star review, and I'll start the show with that. And then obviously throw to uh, those who are there on the space. Um, And then on Thursday, I'm going to be diving right back into Spaces after the deadline from SB Nation's main account. So uh, that's probably going to be a very busy uh, space. And then before that, in the half hour preceding the trade deadline, I'm going to be going, uh, I'm going to be hosting a pressure cooker again through not just Silver Screen and Rolls uh, social media platforms, but all of SB Nation's uh, social media platforms. I'm incredibly proud uh, to be uh, trusted with this opportunity and, and and with all of this, it's going to be a crazy day. Uh, I'm going to be joined by Jazz Kang, who used to be on this feed and then now does what I do for the LibertyBallers.com. Uh, so you're going to he and I are going to be hosting the things. Uh, and then we're going to have, you know, roundtables with various site managers from across the network. And then obviously in spaces, it's anybody who really wants to chime in. So Uh, Really excited for all of that. We'll have more details today by the time you guys are listening to this and uh, over the next couple days as we get ready to do that dang thing. (laughs) Wish me luck. Now, to the Lakers and the injury situation. So Frank Vogel was asked about the various Lakers who are dealing with various maladies. Let's start with Carmelo Anthony. Uh, the Lakers are still going to, I think, take their time with this. I still, at the time when he pulled his hammy, I thought two to four weeks. Uh, it has now been about half of a week, and it appears Mello will not be available tonight. Uh, and and Frank Vogel uh, said specifically about Mello, he's going to be out tomorrow. I know that. I don't know about the game after that, second night of a back-to-back. But we're going to be cautious with it, make sure it's something that doesn't linger. That's the big thing here with a, with a pulled hammy is that if you come back a little too quickly, you uh, you re-injure the thing, you re-aggravate it, and then you're now talking about potentially a more serious strain and one that lingers even beyond that. So I think the Lakers are going to be super cautious about this. I would still anticipate because Ariza looks like he can give you some spot minutes because LeBron is also available, and obviously they have Stanley Johnson. There's no need to rush mellow back as soon as humanly possible here uh and so i i I, you know that's appears to be the approach here with mellow even though the strain doesn't seem as bad as it looked initially that was the good news and then i think it's also good news that the lakers are being as smart as they can about this so again carmelo anthony out for tonight against the milwaukee bucks Dwight Howard was a late scratch in the Lakers' last game against New York with some back tightness. Uh, He again didn't practice uh, yesterday when uh, Frank Vogel was being asked about all of these injuries. So that again 
throws his available uh, availability into question as the Lakers take on Milwaukee tonight. Dwight would actually be uh, a, a welcome presence for the Lakers in this one because he helps you build that wall in front of the rim when Giannis is trying to you know go downhill. But again, just like with Melo, when you're talking about pulled, you know, in, in Melo's case, hammies, and in, in Dwight's case, uh, his back, especially with the back, man, with, with how big and explosive Dwight once was, this is not something you want to mess around with. So I think the Lakers are probably going to be really cautious again in this case with Dwight. And as we'll talk about here in a bit, I think it lends itself to some of what Matt Moore said on my show yesterday about what the Lakers are looking to do heading into this trade deadline. Frank Vogel was also asked about Kendrick Nunn, and as has been the case all year, the news was not great. He uh, Nunn it <laughs> was was uh, doing went through shoot around, looked pretty good out there while he was shooting around before again uh, before the Knicks game, and then you thought maybe he's making a little bit of progress here, and Vogel threw a, a cold wet blanket on that optimism apparently he is again uh according to frank vogel nowhere near nowhere close to playing uh yeah so again this is a direct quote he's doing some more work uh on the court work but still not really ramped up to where he's close to playing unquote not great not great bob and considering the fact that the lakers will have to make a decision on him in only a couple days this feels like a situation here where I would be surprised because the Lakers are probably going to use his contract in some kind of a trade. I would be surprised if we will have seen Kendrick Nunn play at all this year for the Los Angeles Lakers, which, you know, if we go back to the conversation that we had in yesterday's lowdown, that was something that made me hesitate about whether or not the Lakers could just cut and walk away from Russell Westbrook in the first place. If none isn't healthy, you you need those minutes to go to somebody somewhat productive. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't look like that's going to be none this year. So again, you have mellow out. Dwight is probably also going to be out if not limited. And then you have Kendrick Nunn who doesn't appear to be anywhere close. So I had Matt Moore of the Action Network on with me in yesterday's Anthony Irwin show, and uh, he basically said that according to some of the stuff that he's hearing, and you know we're going to aggregate this for SilverskinRoll.com today, uh, but according to what he's hearing, the Lakers are looking for a center, which you know I'm sure initially you're probably saying, oh, come on, another center? But if you think about it, they don't trust DeAndre Jordan at all for good reason. He's not an NBA player anymore. And it seems like Dwight can only play like once a week or so, uh, if that in some cases. So I think the Lakers are looking for a more consistent rim protecting five. The issue, like Matt says, is that it seems like half the league is looking for that kind of a player too. So while Anthony Davis seems a lot more committed and, and more happy about playing the five since he's returned uh, from injury, the Lakers still want a little bit of insurance back there. Uh, and, and, and by the way, if it isn't even just insurance, they probably want somebody who can spell 
Anthony Davis there without worrying about the game going to crap uh, because the player that they threw in there is some version of some somewhere in between washed and carcass. So uh, I think with what Matt is saying, and he made sure to say, I'm not trolling, I'm not trolling. I actually believe it, that that is something that the Lakers are looking for on top of the other stuff that we are sure the Lakers are trying to do, whether that's at a wing, maybe find Russell a different home, find somebody who can uh, fill in those minutes that Kendrick Nunn hasn't been able to fill at all this year, probably trying to find Kent Bazemore a new home and DeAndre Jordan a new home. They have a lot going on here heading into the trade deadline, and it's going to be really interesting to see what they're able to pull off. But, you know, according to Matt Moore, the Lakers are are trying to bring in a center they trust more than they've been able to trust Dwight and DeAndre so far this season. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. I'm trying to keep these ones a little shorter with the exception of, of yesterday's lowdown where I, you, you have to spend a little bit more time and really suss out the topic when you're talking about walking completely away from a Hall of Fame point guard like the Lakers uh, would be according to some of uh, the fan base, which like, you know what? I understand where, where those fans are coming from. It's been a really frustrating experience here uh, with Russell Westbrook, but in the case of these lowdowns, I'm keeping them a little shorter because I'm anticipating having to record uh, one or two emergency ones based on the things that the Lakers can or cannot do. One more reminder, Thursday, pressure cooker. You can find it everywhere that you've been able to find the other ones as well as on uh, SB Nation's social platforms. And then spaces we are going to be doing right after the trade deadline on, again, SB Nation's main Twitter account. So check out all of that as that goes down, as well as all of the coverage on silverscreenroll.com. And on top of that, all of the conversations that we have on this podcast network and podcast feed leading up to Thursday's trade deadline. Until all of that, I'm trying to reserve some semblance of my voice because I'm going to be talking a lot this week. I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.